two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Give it a shot. We're bearing in mind that the, the children are sleeping. Right, so. right, right. Right. I think, I think that Pete's going to be our problem there. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do my, I'm going to so. be uh, conscious of that. And just be have a dead serious topic <laughs> podcast as a result. It's going to talk about, you know, uh, uh, Schindler's List. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the merits of that. Schindler's List, too. <laughs> <laughs> he redoes the list, and I don't even know what the first one was about. So it would be a lot easier if I did. <laughs> Uh, Liam Neeson, what is he? He goes back after after Taken. Yeah, that's right. After Taken, that's a great premise for a, a movie. Actually, is right. Taken for Schindler's List too. The Schindler's <laughs> guy has his daughter taken away from him. Right. Uh, oh, oh yeah, two different types of uh, you know sequels. It's it's Taken for because there've already been three, but it's Schindler's List too. Taken two. for Schindler's List too. Combined two. Yeah. subtitles. <laughs> Find as a movie, it'd yeah. be amazing. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, all right, should we start? Oh, I thought yeah. we started. I yeah, I mean, that maybe that is. <laughs> I mean, that's funnier than anything we'll do all from here. So that's yeah, it's definitely yeah. a. Uh, okay. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Mike. Mike Rasig, Mikey. Oh, I'm so happy to be here with my son and the the person that is the closest to my son that isn't my son. So yes. I, you know, I, it's it, it's a great great night for me here. From kazoo to uh, slide flute. Shining kazoo. <laughs> I, I brought my slide flute. It's funny you mentioned that. I mean, I just, I, if you would let me play it just oh, one play time. Us in. Just to say Please. it. Yeah. Yeah. Play us into the podcast. I don't play it. It's just that it works best if you tell a joke and then this reacts to it. So, okay. So tell a joke. All right. You got it. Um, <laughs> do I start telling, then you'll start playing? I just know. Okay. I mean, I just it's just a good reaction thing. For All right. A joke. So, uh. What if, what if, uh, make everybody do a safety performance before a flight? <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> that is good. <laughs> and then separately, what do you think about that idea? What do we, sh- we shove art into places where it doesn't, you know, quote, belong, but uh, like, it's going to make people, what does art do? It makes people more uh, aware of stuff. So you make before you get on the airplane. Where's your safety performance? We're going to force you to be artistic. Uh, someplace on an airplane? Is that the idea? No, before like TSA, you get patted down, you're good. Okay, now your safety performance of you saying, performing the idea of safety to the rest of the flight team. Oh, tough. Do you have an idea? I don't. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to ex- yes. further explain what he's Please talking about? Please, I do. I am very... <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know how on a flight, they do the... Uh, the, the they stand the up. Pantomime. That big performance they, at the they, beginning? They do, and everybody's forced to do a safety performance. <laughs> each each uh, uh, passenger stands up in turn and does their own performance. Um, I think, yeah, he's... Is your idea the, that those folks, the, uh, the air... The uh, flight attendants uh, that instead of doing what they do, they do a performance or the passengers. That's better than what I, I'd now I want to go back and say that the passengers take the place of those announcements and do okay. it there. But what I was imagining was, hey, look, uh, safety is important, right? Everybody. Yep. OK. 
Mr. Johnson and his three sons are going to get up and they're going to sell the idea of safety to the rest of the crew because we're trying to promote this as an overall idea. And art makes people uh, more sympathetic. So here you go. Give it away. Take it away, Mr. Johnson. On the flight? Before the flight. It's a big, uh, everybody gets to know, big cocktail party Um, slash art installment. While you're waiting to even get called up to be in line or whatever to go. I mean, I'm a big Shadow Puppets guy. So, I mean, I think Shadow Puppets would work best in that kind of thing. Just kind of working your hands magically and then... Boom! You see, you know the 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 safety, safety. being shown. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's the extra safety itself <laughs> being shown in shadow form. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing better. It's like a Rorschach. You know, what is it? Yeah. Is it Rorschach? Uh, yeah, the Rorschach shadow test type. Right, thing, you know? but uh-huh. in shadow form. So, and, like, what is your shadow story? Are you doing, or at the end, you talk a bunch and then you just show the word safety as a shadow? Oh, I could do that. I, I mean, I think that would. That would work too, but maybe you show some, you know, maybe you should you show some uh, faux pas that you would yeah. do in shadow form, right? Uh, a couple shadow airplanes drinking heavily, getting yes. in, you know, fights because of your COVID mask, whatever. In shadow, there we go. Form, you know, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's one of the. That's got to be one of the biggest ones now, right? It's right. just if you're, I, I, yeah. I I saw one where they're trying to take away the person's mask. I don't know what's going on on these flights. Is anybody... In the performance or for real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Now, now um, it, they're all flashing before my eyes. I'm not sure if any of them were performances. Uh, are you saying that they now have... It's gone oppo? You know, it's gone... I don't know. I think what it was was, like, the person had a mask that wasn't quite good enough, and they were trying to give them a different mask, so they were trying to take, confiscate their mask so that they could force oh. them to say, now you don't have a mask and you have to wear this mask. Right. Oh. Uh, so that was a, it was a fight of a confiscation of a mask. That they I needed saw. it for a prop in somebody else's skit. Yeah, they hadn't brought their own. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they were, they came unprepared to the airport with no props. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> to give right. it. Yeah. So, I mean, this may, may not be the one to go with, but where else should we shove art into? Lines. It's got to be places with lines. Okay, you're just standing there waiting for the next iPhone. Where's your, where's your sketch? Where's your painting that you did uh, in line? Oh. This, this is a whole museum of iPhone waiting line paintings. Uh, there it is. What do you think? A caricature, a caricature artist set up maybe oh. on the iPhone line? Perhaps? Doing different characters of all the different iPhones. Yeah, this is doing <laughs> not the people, just the iPhone itself. <laughs> yeah. you know, with yes. different, you know, and and better caricatures for the higher grade iPhones. Yes. You know, the iPhone 13 would get. The best, more more elaborate uh, cover, and the, right. and the cheapy ones would get the crappier stick figure drawing. There or we you're go. doing you're doing caricatures of the people waiting in line for the next iPhone. But of course, all of those people are while in line holding their other iPhone. So you do caricatures what people think are of them, but you're just drawing their hands and their iPhone. Oh yes, and it's a kind of a, you know meta art piece of like. You know, what, do, you, what do you want to call that? That that sounds like a that sounds like a breakthrough. Handicature. Handicatures. Right. Yeah. Handicatures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carrick. Yes. Carrick. Hand- no. Yeah. I think handicature is the best you're going to do I, off the top of your head. I think. I think. Without throwing a whole oh a whole meeting of ways of all right here we're going to come up with what the name of that is bunch of different sketches <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for that kickoff party get a bunch of people onto, onto a flight 
<laughs> interview them. I think uh, and then also, people would complain about the handicatures, of course, because they always complain about their character. My nose right. is too big. You, you, know. you, you uh, honed in on always, like a, always, a, always a hazard of doing caricature. Oh, yeah. you know, I think like, one of the good things about doing this is you show it to them, you do it, and you show it to them, and they kind of like get insulted. They get the point, like, okay, I'm waiting in line. I'm looking at my iPhone. I'm waiting for another iPhone. And then you show it to them, and then they're like, that's it's kind of funny, though. I will take that. And you're like, oh, no, this I'm keeping this. You, know, right? yeah, you keep yeah. all of the drawings you know? right <laughs> yes i mean these are for me they're only for my own <laughs> private library you don't really get any but I, I i i just want to draw you basically for that purpose oh yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. what think, art is just for you mr mike what art is just for i me? guess that's you wouldn't tell because it's just for you uh oh that's such a great question i you know doodling you know doodling, doodling. is the great self art for for cartoonists because you know, I do that all the time. I sit around, I doodle, I sock it away somewhere. You know, I did, I, when I was in school, growing up as a cartoonist, I would draw my teacher and not show it to my yeah. teacher, of course, because I get thrown out of the room. So right. yeah, I think, I think doodling is the great self art Yeah, for me anyway. No, I think you're right. As somebody who can't draw, I was always doodling something, you uh, know? Can you share one of your doodles with us? I mean, um, I, I right, right here on the podcast. Yeah, right, <laughs> right here yeah. on the podcast. Right here on this whole, <laughs> with audio all only. the pod, the pod people. What do you call the pod? Pod champ pods. Uh, pod champ pods. You call oh, them? Oh, those or? are our fans. Are, 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 are your pod champ pods? Is that the? Yeah. The oh pod, man, that's fantastic. Of course, pods. named after the great god Sham God. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, um, we call them that, or uh, or the Rorschach children of the pods. You know what? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I feel like we yeah. have some other name for him too. Do we? I like the Pod um, Sham Gods one. Regular Pod, old listeners. Yeah. I think we'll yes, go with yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So well, I'm sorry. Close I, friends who've been guilted into listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like me, I am a huge fan of the uh, of the podcast. So, yeah. Mikey, we're we're thrilled to have you on here. It's what we're famous for. What about? Uh, See, these. I, let me just break in and yeah, just say, please. if for my purposes of discussing anything with me you know i have just a few different things that i know and everything okay. else i don't know you so know. just don't even wait to be asked just, you know i know, what you know you know super bowls okay you know i know um james bond movies okay the godfather uh monopoly the game any board games let me ask you this yes related to some of the things that you know there do you think out there there is a couple who is on the rocks and they've been somehow forced to sleep in bunk beds uh like a real a real couple that's out there as a as a married man yourself uh many years you think there's any couple out there that's sleeping in bunk beds a couple that sleeps in bunk beds? yeah because maybe they're not not uh it's on the rocks or maybe they invested in the bunk beds and then something happened. The deal went it's south. Just, don't you think that seems like a bad mix? I mean, I'm they not should be in there. Happy you're, about so it. You're not saying like different rooms. You're saying in the same room, in bunk beds. That's together. how bunk beds work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, divide rooms vertically, though. <laughs> Maybe you could still. Yeah. Then you a, could. Then you get a little privacy from the. I mean, right. the person the, that you hate. Now. Right. Yeah. I've always said more walls built right down the middle of houses, like. You guys okay. are gonna get all new houses and move like build a stupid wall right okay, down the middle. Okay, you get you don't. We're neighbors. It's right. over between you. Okay, just give me give me a, a few days. I know a guy will come and put walls right down the middle. Walls right down the middle. Like oh, dad lives next door. Like 
No problem. No problem. Yeah. You know, back good. in the in the early days of TV, the nineties, they never showed. Yeah, the nineties <laughs> for you for your for you guys' purposes. Yes, uh, they never showed a couple in bed together. You know, right. whether they liked each other or not. It, yeah, was it was always like separate beds. Twin that, beds. That was like some yeah. kind of weird thing between Lucy and Desi, if that's what you're talking about. Well, I mean, they're they're a good example. I don't think. I mean, oh no, I think they were the first couple that were in bed together. Correct or no? Well, at least in the later years, they were in separate beds. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they started out in the same. I think, <laughs> and then yeah. worked in into separate. Yeah. Things beds. went south. If they would have had the bunk beds, no, that's what I'm saying. No, <laughs> I'm wrong on that. There is another TV show where that you know I might maybe. Mary Tyler Moore, I don't know. One of the shows, they kind of, you know, were in bed together, and that was a breakthrough in, right. in TV, you know. Right. Well, what, what would they be afraid they'd be showing? Like, uh, their p- people's kids' parents, they know, sleep in the same bed, even sure. in that time. I I would have suggested bunk beds at that point. You know, Was it that they weren't Lu- married? Lucy and... <laughs> no, they were married. And de- Yes, they, of course they were married. Right, so course. what's the no sleeping together? Uh, just... The times, right? It was the times. You couldn't, you couldn't uh, show a couple together in bed together. Wow. Even sleeping in the bed together. Right. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, they would shoot all the scenes of them talking in separate beds, and then any of them like fake waking up. Oh boy, I slept terribly. They're just back <laughs> in the same bed together. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were already asleep, so technically, good point. They weren't doing anything else in bed besides sleeping. True. It's okay to keep that. True, I I would agree, but they didn't agree. The yeah, they didn't, didn't agree. agree at that point. Yeah, so, you know, and eventually we've come to what we have now, which is you know, you can't show a bedroom in, scene without them having sex. Bu- sex yeah. in bud bunk beds, you know, right? You right. A couple that <laughs> yes <laughs> somehow figures out a way to do that. So. Oh, a machine that quickly goes from bunk bed sleeping to uh, coitus. Is that what that is? Oh, man, <laughs> you hear mid coitus. I didn't think we were going to be talking about. <laughs> coitus and stuff like yeah, that on this know. podcast guys I, you, know. you never know how it's gonna go it's very you know. well if it, if an invention is at the spirit of it we allow potty coitus oh yeah, we allow coitus right on the podcast. <laughs> no if, if an invention is at heart here mr mike and this isn't it isn't here but like if we could jump into like what's the invention involving bunk beds for to bring bunk beds to the new mm. modern era uh Give me a second to think yeah. on that while top comments on that right now. Bunk beds, top? Do they have bunk, any place? Yeah, I think bunk beds probably need to be improved upon. Maybe nowadays you make it so like they, because yeah, there's always a big argument about who's on top, who's on bottom. Right. Somehow make it so they can switch. Oh, yeah, but like a like a Ferris wheel bunk bed. Yeah, situation. Ferris wheel bunk bed. Yeah. So like in the middle of the night, you, you set your alarm, you wake up at 4 a.m., like, all right, time to switch. Yeah. <laughs> And the little One brother has to get up and crank a big crank. <laughs> yeah. It's a great way to stay in shape. Or like, <laughs> what if the person on the bottom bunk is snoring and you just, you know, the one on the top bunk can't deal with it. You Smothers just... him to death. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking there would be something that lowered the bunk bed on oh, top of the other person. Oh, smothering. Not, not enough to crush them to death. <laughs> okay. Just enough to kind just of enough to smother them out of it and then back up again. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. There's a pillow right above their head underneath the bunk bed. The smothering pillow. <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> And, and what would smart. be the name of that then? I, you know, oh. that, that device that would you'd have to come up with a nice new name for that one too. But, right. yeah. SP special. But I yeah. think we're smunk I, beds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Very good. Right. Bunkbeds.com backslash smother. <laughs> yeah. Um, True. How True. about um, 
I don't know. Yeah, more company ideas. You have pair people in their 20s up with old people who uh, regret not having kids. And like, <laughs> do they can rent them out for like, come to Thanksgiving with me. People in their 20s that don't have... Uh, or yeah, that too. Or just like, oh, I'm, I'm like out of town and like I'll, I'll sign into my equivalent of Uber for going to hang out with old people who uh, I see what regret saying. not having kids. Okay, and maybe they're they're the type of twenty-year-olds uh, <laughs> that like parents love, older people love. Right. Yep. Okay, and it go the this, it's a two-way street. Right. Too. So now all street. of a sudden, why not let these people make some money off? Right. Like they're out there making money off of OnlyFans. Why not the people who have a different set of skills, which is old people love me, get make a little cash. Exactly. Uber for it. old people love me. Yes. Yeah. And they drive around and. <laughs> pick people up, up and <laughs> make a couple jokes with the old fo- that's right. good yeah would I mean, you ever use a service like that i i i'm an old person so now i mean yeah i'm very old I, that's so. why i asked you i was you were you were, you're were trying to reach the, you're the not choir. a 20 year old <laughs> in <laughs> no, that I'm circumstance not. but yeah. because i am a uh 69 year old i wasn't really paying attention to that question okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> would you rent out guys in their 20s to come hang out with you but you guys are that seems like a really weird 20s. question would i rent out guys th- that are 20 years old <laughs> to hang out with me i it just seems very inappropriate yeah. no okay. Uh, okay you guys are already cool and young so i don't think this would be for you you guys like go out and hang out and enjoy your lives like i, I love with all being those with young kids people. you guys pay to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> my wife and i terry and i love yeah. hanging out with young people we are invigorated by it so yeah, yeah. i think i'd be on board with it all right course. okay yeah. 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 and Let's... maybe it's the kind of thing where though the particular uh you know 20 year olds that you guys hang out with decide afterwards you know what? I'm not going to charge these guys because I actually enjoyed myself. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's how you get like premium status or whatever, platinum member card. Like, hey, these people, you're not going to want to take their money. They're they're beasts. Yep. It's they're just going to become genuine at some point. Like, it's, right. It's like when you're uh, with an escort or something like that. And the <laughs> yeah. escort is like, oh, actually, no, this is pretty great for me as well. Right, right. Free of charge. <laughs> yes. But it's the yes. same thing. <laughs> that I will call the Pinocchio effect. Because, okay. you know, Geppetto builds, like, a boy out of any a, a, a puppet, and then the puppet eventually becomes a real boy. And oh. According to Geppetto. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Geppetto was just thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, he was hallucinating, and he just thought <laughs> the puppet. Or, or so Geppetto a... would have us believe. <laughs> yeah. 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 That could have been how he talked. <laughs> The Geppetto effect. I'm calling it that. Yes, Pinocchio. <laughs> was he doing that in the movie? Uh, Pinocchio. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think he was. was right. And then he gets he eaten by a whale. You know, yeah, Geppetto lady. does. <laughs> yeah, and the and the puppet, but not the boy. You know, because he's not a boy yet. Oh, I, I got think no the puppet is in there with Geppetto. The right. the boy bursts out of the puppet, and the puppet has a separate fate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't think that. Eaten by a whale? Oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, building it's a classic. People. It's a classic Disney movie, though. It is. It's, it's, one, of, it's one of my favorite Disney I movies. actually don't yeah. know the story of Pinocchio. He, he, I know his nose grows when he lies. Correct. I mean, okay. you've got it down to, it's really those three basic things. Puppet to boy, nose grows, eaten by a whale. Those are the three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not really eaten. He just ends up in his belly. There's a somehow. whole that's treasure a, island in the belly. Remember a, that? 
Oh, I thought yeah. that was the Eaten by a Whale. Isn't that like a biblical? Isn't that Job? Oh, that's Jonah. Yeah. But Jonah. All... Okay, I'm seeing it. Or Job. No, no, you're right, but... Jonah. <laughs> but I do think that there's... A, Pinocchio there's... gets eaten by a whale? No, Geppetto does. But oh he has God. Pinocchio with him, I think. Maybe I'm maybe I I'm misremembering that. This cannot yeah. be right. I you have to look it up, and I will look it up later too. But I I you can't look anything up that has anything to do with the podcast. Okay, yeah, yes, I'm sorry. But Lampwick uh, was a character. Uh, yes, there were some yeah. bad dudes. In Jiminy it. Yeah. Glick. Yes, <laughs> Jiminy Glick. <laughs> Jiminy Glick was in there. Too. <laughs> yeah. Man, now, now you make me search back. So Pinocchio, what are you going to make? Sixty-nine-year-old mind here, guys. <laughs> I you know my. Pinocchio might not have even been a puppet. He might have been, you know, uh, you know, a, a deli clerk. Oh, I don't know. Geppetto added screws to his real son, and he's just loony. Ooh, <laughs> you know? Dark. Yeah, so you're... Right. Reverse Pinocchio, the musical. Oh, maybe it already was a musical, When You Wish Upon a Star. No, it wasn't a musical, but I would love to see you guys do a musical of the reverse Pinocchio. Right. <laughs> Pinocchio, where he starts off as a real kid, and his dad adds screws. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Strings and screws. It's called Strings keeps- and Screws. Yeah, his dad's like at the at a PTA meeting saying like how he finally made his wooden boy real, and they're like, "Yeah, your son's been in the, our school for years. We are, right, yeah, we're all familiar with James, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Pinocchio. And there's a Pinocchio. goldfish named Cleo. I remember that. So okay. there's a goldfish that is, a, a, you know, Geppetto's fish. In two, we have a big scene between Cleo and Lampwick. They yeah. have like a love affair, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You gotta okay. join All up. Right. Yeah. Join up two characters who in the first one didn't know each other. I think that's a big Tarantino move. Oh, okay. yes. you're saying in Pinocchio 2, taken yes. Yes. four? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Pinocchio 2, taken four, Lampwick and Cleo start a new puppet shop to rival Geppetto's, and they have real puppets. And then Geppetto stumbles into that to figure out that, oh my God. I added screws and strings to my own real son. Does and he Geppetto, goes back. Yeah. I, I'm forgetting now. Does Geppetto die in the in the original Pinocchio? Oh so maybe we can't even bring back. It was a case of a 70-year-old man having a newborn child. Okay, <laughs> yes, I think that's right. Geppetto was 75. You see how much I identify with Geppetto then. I'm 69. Yeah. I'm only one year away from Geppetto's age. Right. You just, you just had that kid. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through that weird uh, thing, you know. Did you, when t- Pinocchio's nose grew when he lied? Yes, did, and then it went down at some point. I believe it always would have to go down. Uh, I it was would, wondering it, if would, it would go down after the lie, and then depending on the length of the lie or the uh, the, the severity uh, of the lie. Yes, the severity of the lie, it would grow longer, and it in grow- some cases, it would grow out to be like a tree, very you know, very long. It, right. it, it grew branches. It grew branches. Yeah. It grew leaves. And then, you know, what if he became a real boy when that happened? And what uh, if the time? What was the timing of him becoming a real boy, yeah, and how did that question. relate to his last lie? It's a great. It's a great. Yeah, I don't remember that. I okay. don't remember that. But I. It would have been interesting, or it would be interesting, if Pinocchio, as a real boy, when he lied, still had the nose issue. Yes. You know, and it was just. I hope I don't become a real boy while this nose is a tree. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) You know? Yes. Yes, But what was the difference between the wooden version of Pinocchio and the real boy if he was able to lie as a wooden boy? What Uh, what, what does it mean to become a real boy? Only physical, I believe, you know, and his his, his wooden skin turned into regular skin. But aside from that- Well, he had, you know, he had- like marionette joints 
for his legs. Okay. So, you know, he was wooden he and jointed. He, could, he and couldn't jointed. move around? He could move around, but he would fall. You know, he would, he'd be oh, very clumsy. Yeah. He couldn't just carry on as a... So becoming a, a real boy was just uh, becoming less clumsy? Yeah. No, I mean, he also becomes his, like official son as, a fo- uh, as opposed to just a wooden heap of, you know, <laughs> toy, <laughs> toy matter in the wooden corner of trash. with strings attached to him. The original title. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. It's sounds, uh, it's one of the again. greatest. It's one of the greatest of of his of, of his movies. Okay, he I took the most artistic chances. Disney took the most artistic chances with that. It seems movie awfully early. close to the word nose right in the middle. You know when something just like Pinocchio and it's about his nose, like uh, that just yeah. confuses a guy like me. Like just make his name Pinocchio or Pinocchio. Yeah, or right, <laughs> lean into it. Lean Pinoz- into it. Yeah, Pinocchio yeah. exactly. or Reginald. You know, or Reg- yeah. the word. Take it one way or another. I get right it. Out of my face. I get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would it be Pinocchio or Pinocchio nose? Oh. <laughs> nose Nokio. <laughs> Just do every syllable. Nas Nokio. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Could you guys see this happening? Like going to one soap for everything? Toothpaste, detergent. All one soap in five years. Yes. Yeah. I think it'd be amazing. Of course. It'd be right. great. I always forget all these different things, one or one or the other. Yeah. So why not? Like one. Right. You, so it's it's uh, shampoo, soap, toothpaste, de- uh, deodorant. Yep. Oh, well, deodorant might be a different category. Why? Okay, good. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> like in tube form or something. Favorite one. Or I mean, like a roll, like a roll-on one, like maybe. Great. In, roll-on garter. Brush your teeth that way too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Right. The roll has deodorant, and then you go right from your armpit to your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd have to be very advanced technology, I guess, uh, for it to happen. But self-cleaning soap. It cleans itself by the time you get it to your armpit to your teeth. It self-cleans. It's the best soap we've ever made. I think it's brilliant. Top? Uh, I don't like it because <laughs> I like all the different products. I don't know. I like having to have it different, get something that's like, I like each thing to be like purpose built for a thing. Can you just imagine the co- commercials for these things though? They'd be gone. No commercial yeah. needed though. It's just, everybody knows you get the thing. It's, it's the one, it's the one thing with everything. It's kind of just ruins. Oh. This whole Keep aspect. the excitement you're saying. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it'd be very competitive to, Four or five different companies that have the same, that have to have the best version of this. And maybe they throw a a fifth one in there or a sixth Uh, one. Contact lenses. (laughs) Actually, they service contact lenses too. Rub some of the soap on your eyes. You don't need contact. (laughs) You don't need contact lenses anymore either. (laughs) Oh, do a musical about it. And everyone (laughs) went up to each other. All the companies went up each other until it was like, 12 different things that one of them oh, has yeah. and you know the other ones are yeah and then to by then to stand out you have to just branch back out into the different soaps so it's a real that's a kind of a microcosm of you know capitalism yes once once there's like three four competitors in the space you go you know what we're going soap and shampoo two different products <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh i like oh, they that split it then at that point yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the big step then and yes then, they split right and then i guess you just trade back and forth go you know, hey, we we hired the right people to do the scientific studies this time. Says one soap is better after all. Oh no, yeah. sorry, we got 
<laughs> we have those same <laughs> to say they were wrong. Last yeah. Time. Back to the other one. Back to one soap, whatever I said, the, the opposite of the whatever I said the first time. True. And you'd right. have the and you'd have these great commercials where you'd have a guy, you know, a good looking dude out there, and he'd be grooming his hair with mm-hmm. his roll on. Okay. Whoops, like yeah, roll on and or your all of it, you know. Yeah. And and I don't know, it would be I, I I'm all for it. Right. The one one soap. Soap one. What are you calling it? Uh, I'm calling it uh I like Roland Gardner as a name for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get him to co- give him a job. He's probably out of work. I can't I, ha- I haven't seen him in much. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him in months. <laughs> I'm for it. That's great. Yeah, Roland Gardner. Okay. And he's out, he's he's this character where he's half himself Roland Gardner, the the Olympic wrestler. Oh, right. Butterbean's little brother. That's where you were going with that. He's related to Butterbean? No, I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) But he's the Butterbean of the Olympics. Olympic Butterbean, yeah. He's the Olympic version of the Butterbean. I I forgot. I'd totally forgotten about that dude until you... You know, brought up his name yeah. right now. Yeah, he purchased OlympicButterbean.com and started trying to start a whole, <laughs> whole company of butterbeans. Yes, yeah, <laughs> butterbean. Yeah, he was a fun uh, Olympian, definitely. Um, that's another thing I know a lot about is Olympics. So, okay, yeah, that's it. That's that. I know five different things. That's it. Nice. Yeah, right. So Rulon Gardner is half himself, half a gardener, and he's the spokesmodel for this uh, all one soap company. Yeah, I think that's as much as we can do with this idea because yeah no i'm just saying it's it's already done it's perfect oh mm-hmm. it's, it's already it's already been done by butterbean <laughs> i expect it to, i expect it to be on there i expect that the person that someone will pitch it on that shark what's it called shark tank yep. is that what it is mm-hmm. pitch it on shark tank you know one of those tv show P- mega millionaires buys it right. mark cuban yeah, takes off with it and boom. Look, I like soap, right? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in the soap business for years. Um, <laughs> That's his Mark Cuban. Yeah, it's very good, Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. After he gets upset, yeah, <laughs> very good, Mark Cuban. Um, one soap. Okay, fine. Other products. The only other product I think I had toy drugs. Let the kids play with the toy drugs. That way, they won't do the real ones. Toy drugs, huh? It's bold. It's a bold, bold, you know, direction. Is that what the market needs? Somebody to come in and say, yeah, toy drugs. Okay, what am I doing wrong? You can, Fine, arrest me if I'm doing something wrong. No, toy drugs. Sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I can't endorse that. <laughs> no? Okay. I'm not saying to stand on board, like, morally. I'm saying, could it work in business? Not you, Mike Rosigliano. Do you stand for it? And, and... By toy drugs, you're you're suggesting that children play with the toy drugs, or are you suggesting that toy drugs are something that you could have on your person in case you were busted for drugs, and you you just show? <laughs> no, I just have toy drugs that I play with. That's why you have these conversations, Mister mm-hmm. Mike. Yes, because that's the better idea. Yes, the fake it? drugs. I have I have these fake drugs. Oh right, so you're you're smoking a joint on the side of the road. A cop drives by. He's like. I, what? This was a fake joint. You pull out the fake joint, step on the old one. Oh, this was somebody else's. Do a DNA test. That wasn't mine. I have this fake. They could be like bubblegum joints. Like remember the bubblegum old bubblegum yes. cigarettes, but yeah. they could be like bubblegum joints and bubblegum cigar. You know, bubblegum joints Perfect. and bubblegum cocaine. Right. That way you can. <laughs> yeah, you can eat it. That actually, would work. I think because yeah, there's that white stuff on. 
at uh, all bubble on, gum on anyway. The, yeah, right, exactly. So hide real cocaine on there. You're yeah, because you still want to be able to do the drug. So sure. I think, <laughs> like for example, the bubble gum joint. Like, yes. It's bubblegum flavored, but it's still a real joint. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> right, yeah. you know? Cause, and, and so does it serve both purposes? In other words, you smoke the joint, yeah. and then the you police chew on it and blow a bubble out of, out of that same I don't product? think so. It's just a flavor, and it's just to fool the cop, but right. I think the cop is going to understand that ah. it's, it's real, you know? So it's not going to work, I don't think. Gum that comes back out is something else. You chew it, it activates by, with the saliva. You spit it out of your mouth, it's now a new product. Now a gun. Shoot the cop. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so your original idea, though, of the toy uh, toy drugs yeah. was more as an educational tool? Okay, there we go. Another stand on the shoulders. Oh, idea. yes. That's also My, very good. I was thinking like, all right, they're getting that age. Like, I think I smelled some pot on my 15-year-old son. He came home a little weird the other day. Look, son. Have you know? I see you like to play around with these drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, that's what it really helps to talk it through. <laughs> so, and then here, you know, this this lights up and like, look, if you want to go to a party with this, you know, this looks like you're really smoking a joint, but you're just taking vitamins. Okay, so it's always been a fake drug to fool somebody. It's never been a toy drug, so you can say like, oh. Now, now pretend to uh, inject heroin. It's like your kid or whatever. And <laughs> right. Like, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I guess I was thinking that too. But as both of your both of your follow ups really helped me see these other three. I think good ideas from this one bad idea. So you call that a net win? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. I think I was thinking I can, like I have not followed what any good ideas off of this. So <laughs> hey, so here's an idea. Please. Too. You me. know, uh, Breaking Bad. Right. Right. With Bubble with candy crystal meth, you know. Oh, okay. Instead, yeah. they the whole they get into the candy business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. Walter White, you know, is in his lab creating this these bubble gum. Jesse, crystal, <laughs> crystal meth. Precise. Yeah, welterweight. Was that some kind of weird literary thing that they uh, Walter, they were doing? Welter. Walter White, Walter, Walter White. White, Walter White. No, Walter White is the is the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, He's the character. No. <laughs> I think I said Walter no, White. No, no, I, I'm asking separately from that. Like Walter White, they did a few like literary allegory style word type things in literature. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. But like, Walter, <laughs> Walter White White's sounds like Walter White. Sounds like Walter White. So did the writer mean something by that? Like, oh, that symbolizes. That welterweights oh, aren't appreciated, similar to chemistry teachers. Wow, that's some heavy thinking. But of course, on the podcast, that's the kind of heavy thinking I expect on yeah. this show, really. And that—that that is it, right? That could lead to a good discussion. The whole somewhere. idea that Walter White is similar to welterweight, showing that he's, you know, a lightweight as a a human. Yeah, there we uh, go. As a teacher okay. and feeling underwhelmed decides and plus the fact that he has cancer yes decides that he you know has to go into this crystal meth business and watch heisenberg be some 500 pound bruiser and this to be really true yes right exactly you know yes. heisenberg the german philosopher whatever he was a chemist i guess oh right his yeah. kind of 400 ego. pound his alter you know ego, yeah yeah greatest show ever uh on tv i'm with you on that you know i'm with you on that yep uh, yeah 
several several close seconds, but that's that's welterweight, welterweight. Um, <laughs> did you ever have any like speaking of products, Mikey? Yes. Um, you ever think you had anything to like advance the cartoonist industry? Like you're like, oh, like every cartoonist needs this. Uh, well, I at one point I streaked in college, and that led to more people reading my cartoons because oh. there was a, an expose on the streak. I don't know if you guys streaked in college or I did not. Or, you did not streak. No. Top yeah. also no streaking. I'm the uh, only skinny dipping, but no. Well, no, that's the same as publicly just walking, running nude down the, in, in your campus in no, front of I, everybody. Again, I, yeah, I didn't say it was, I think it was clear in the tone of my voice that I was saying, no, something else, something <laughs> different, <laughs> skinny dipping, but no, not That's streaking. Not streaking. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. son of mine will confuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to um, bring that to the table. I, no, I was saying it I was, was different. Well, I only, it made me think of how, when the, the streaking thing happened, I was doing cartoons for the school newspaper. And then, there was a lot more readership because they yeah. did a little focus on the fact that this guy that was running right. through the campus. Oh, somebody separate on somebody wrote an article about how hey our cartoonist was streaking. Yes, was there correct. A picture or something like yes. that. Yes. Well, there was the pictures, and then they said this guy is our cartoonist and he streaked. There were naked then, pictures of you published in the newspaper? There was, yes. Not wow, not wow. totally naked, because I had okay. a hat here and a hat here. But the oh, hat, you, I, you can't see that publicly what I'm showing, but there's a hat I'm, I'm, that's, I'm not, that's not streaking. And now I'm the one who's going to be flabbergasted but, at you. There's, that's not streaking. Oh, but I'm, wearing a, you had but, a hat over top of it. Yeah. I only had a hat. Doesn't count. I only had a hat for like five seconds into the streak and then it fell off. So I was okay. streaking the whole, really the whole time. And yeah, the, okay. and the, and the pictures that were on TV and in the newspaper had a black bar across it. It can't really show right. that, of course. But I sure, was they can't show I, the hat because of the <laughs> yeah, branding. Yeah. Exactly. The it hat was. had a picture of a penis on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I, I wish I. I mean, I. Other cartoonists have done all that work for me. I right. mean, I, I've really. I don't think I've done anything that innovative. But I mean, the but streak the, marketing cartoonist. Streak marketing cartoonist. There were signs being sold in. There were signs being sold in the school store that had my cartoon image of me streaking on campus. Yeah. That at, that was sold at in the store. So yes. Were you mustache back then in the cartoon of yourself? I was. I was. I wore a mustache. Okay. I had a mustache at that time. Yes. Do you ever think of redoing your your? avatar without the mustache since you've been no mustache man for guy it's just not as interesting you know yeah. like it's i love more, it as is i'm just it's curious. just the way i've kind of continued to do it all these uh all these years so i just continue to do it that yeah. way yeah and i i i i think it would be pretty ugly growing it probably was ugly back then too but i mean it was it's be uglier and whiter and greater grayer right now so <laughs> best that i keep it off it's really more your essence anyway, the drawing. It's not, it, it, which I think still is a mustachioed essence. It's not really, doesn't look like you to begin with. It's not a right, great it's a cartoon. More, it's more, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yes, yeah. Like the potheads are, you know. Right? <laughs> no, I love the potheads. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I think it's, it's more of a cartoon image yeah. than it is a uh, 
Yeah, that looks nothing like you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Many of the caricatures I've done, people have said the same thing, by the way. So, you know, it's. Hey, remember when you drew Roberto Alomar in 2008? (laughs) That looked nothing like him. Yes. That's um, right. Those Johnny Unitas' shoes, they didn't look anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Let me get to my list of. It is amazing, (laughs) though, you know, and I've been a cartoonist for, you know, close to 50 years, or it might be 50 years, um, how many uh draw- caricatures drawings going away you know retirement oh, uh graduation wedding drawings that i've done Dude. over the years you know and i i was at a, a recent um reunion and I, I i probably had 14 or 15 different newspaper people come up to me and say oh i still have your your drawing on the wall yep. and it didn't look anything like me Thank you. It looks nothing like me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what a body of work, Mikey, truly. Like, you're in everybody's house that I know. Yeah. You know, in some way or another. Yeah. And uh, what yeah. a piece. No, it's fun. It's been a fun career, you know, yeah. even though there hasn't been any work for a long time, but it's been a fun career. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that one you did of Tup and I when we graduated high school. Looked nothing like you, right? No, I mean, <laughs> That, that was did. that was top ten worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really bad. One. <laughs> yes. No way. Um, were you ever like shit? Pete's here at my house. Like when we were growing up. Oh no, no, well, not at while? all. I I can think of other people that I said, <laughs> "Oh shit, Zach's here." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, right. I only use Zach as a metaphor for somebody else, but I'm sure. just saying. <laughs> For Pete. (laughs) 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 No, I I don't recall that at all. I was always delighted to see uh, you, Pete, of course. And, and of course, top anytime. Uh, No, you guys are fantastic. You know, now you, as you were then. You never thought Tup would turn out this well. Uh, no, of course not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? I thought you had said Pete did rub you the wrong way. I don't remember that. I just don't really remember that, that being the case. Okay. I, I might know. be thinking of something I don't else. know I don't that know. any <laughs> member of his family ever rubbed, rubbed me the wrong way either. No. Really? I, yeah. You're just okay. trying to put me on the spot here. No. no, I was thinking, I forget exactly what you said. I thought it was rubbed me the wrong way, but I knew it was something else. Maybe you said, yeah. maybe you said I like him. He's great. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's probably what it is. No, he's uh, he's a champ, and you know he knows all these. He, you know, we can have discussions about players' numbers, and Sport, you know yeah. he's, he knows he knows everyone's numbers, which is and it, a remarkable I think that was thing. one of the things you said that really got to you about him. That's what we really <laughs> rubbed you the wrong way. Oh yeah, him. the fact it just irked me that he knew more people's players' numbers. It than was me. that. Yeah, so it drove yes. me crazy. Yeah, that was a big part of it. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And this is the 97th episode, which or 96th episode, yeah. which is, we've already said, a dailyist Thomas. Adelius Thomas, which I think, remember they were trying to go a dayless. He's like, he blows up as a player, a dailyist Thomas. What a great player. It's actually a dayless. We we're like, oh, spelled a dailyist. We're, we're through. That was pretty much the end of his career. I think so. I think, it's, yeah. I think it started turning Went down Went to the Patriots, and they called him Dallas Thomas. And yeah. yeah. They just jail. kept shortening his name. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. career ended. Ruined his career. He D by never the time. Mess, yeah. Never mess with a vowel like that. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, you don't. Yep. <laughs> um, can you take credit, even like just amongst friends, let's say, Mikey, uh, for a sports nickname? Like, look, it didn't hit the mainstream. I'm not saying it on SportsCenter, but you and your buddies called so-and-so this oh uh 
again, I, because I'm old, give me a, like a second to think yeah, about it. Milt Pappas era, you know, it's fine. Is uh, while we're talking about this, uh, and while you're thinking, yes. Mikey, what, what's is Cal Ripken's full name? Calvin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Not interesting. <laughs> no, not at all. Calvin Pinocchio Ripken. Uh, I will tell you this about as a cartoonist, I could never spell Cal Ripken's name correctly. I always spelled it R I P K I N. And not only that, I always misspelled everything in cartoons wrong. I was a bad cartoon. The Keith speller. Mills of cartooning. Yes, exactly. And so I, I would always, my guy would come back and he'd say, You spelled Ripken wrong again. You know, and it was embarrassing because. It's I, very easy to spell. It's very easy to spell. <laughs> and it was the same thing I was misspelling like almost right. every night because he was in the cartoons but almost every night. You're using your brain for something else. You're, you aren't the spell right guy. I I'm, I'm the cartoon joke guy. Yes. You know? I Staying on cartoons, I, I, can I tell you this one story oh, about please. that I've told several times? It's not about want, how you spelled Cal Ripken's name wrong. No, it's not. I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I actually once misspelled the word misspell wrong in a, oh, that's good. In a sports cartoon, too. But, but no, I wanted to tell this story about uh, I used to do the full-color weather map for a publication called Sports First. And that was, you know, that was my job. I hated that job. I liked just doing the, cart- the sports cartoons. But they, as as part of my art director job or job, they basically said, you have to do this full color weather map every day. And it was cut color. So you'd have to cut the color. And it, it was like a, a two and a half hour job to cut all the color for all the United States weather. And Sports First kind of started dying as a publication less than a year into it. And for the last two months of that publication i never changed the weather map one time the same weather (laughs) the same weather uh in the united states for two straight months and nobody noticed not one reader ever wrote in no editor (laughs) noticed and i would just hold it up every day to the other artists in the room and i'd say there's the weather again and drop it in everyone clap and you know not no one noticed that's great. Yeah. And you got paid as though you had done a fresh one every day. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> the the hiding stuff, you know, like, I mean, the the classic we know about you is the, the Buck Fauna. Is that something we can talk about on the podcast? Yeah, of course. So that's St. Bonaventure, correct? St. Bonaventure is our my friend, Eric Brady's uh, alma mater, and he, they had that kind of code word, Buck Fauna. Right. You know, uh, which it flip F it around. Saint Bonaventure. Yeah, F sure. Saint F F Bona basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I used to I slipped it into a large cartoon once and um uh nobody noticed it. And um but my publisher called me into the office one day and said, Someone called in, a, a Saint Bonaventure fan, and noticed it in the cartoon. And if you ever draw that again in the cartoon, in a cartoon, you're going to get fired. 
We're going to send you over to St. Bonaventure. You're going to have to become the mascot for St. Bonaventure. <laughs> what was the matter mascot for them? I forgot the what it was. A Bonnie, yeah. I guess it was an Indian. I think it might have been an in- okay. brown Indian or something. Okay. Which is, all, all, you know, not That's... even a good uh, mascot anymore. Right. But anyway. Plenty politically correct. It's a bad mascot. I, <laughs> at the time, I was not married. I didn't have kids. I was all in on just cartooning. So yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to find any way I can to stick, you know, Buck Fauna into cartoons and so that's what i did the rest of that you know year was find ways to and so i had in i had reversed them into things i had uh you know i had a a sign that said bucks phonographs but it ran off the paper so it just said bucks you know it just stuff like that there were like 30 or 40 different ways i i was on a tv show once and uh they came in to take a picture of me because I was a guest on the show and I put Buck Fauna in like the back of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back in my studio. So that it was the they, promotional video to come to St. Bonaventure. Buck Fauna in, in the, the back. back. Buck Fauna. Yeah, kind of fuzzy, but you know. And so, and so. Campus tours, you're probably. And my, my best one was I, there was a thing there called the Allentown Art Festival, which was this big art festival, kind of like Artscape here in Baltimore. And I numbered the booths of all the different art things. And if you were, and there was someone that in the corner that said something like connect the, the dots or something yeah. like that in reference to something else. And if you took like a red crayon and connected the dots, it spelled Buck Fauna like across the entire top of, oh, the, of the section of the paper that that cartoon ran in. That's so awesome. yeah, and so uh, when... When the when the when the paper folded, they uh, we had a party, and it was also Eric Brady's bachelor party, and we we ended up. Um, I I was supposed to give a speech for Eric's thing, and instead I just gave a speech, and brought all the different cartoons in because I didn't uh, care at that point. Yeah. I wasn't going to get fired, and I just yeah, this is where I stuck Bonnet Look Funny here, oh, that's awesome. and just showed it everyone enjoyed it except the publisher who was there he tried to fire you retroactively yeah. 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 Exactly, hey yeah. timmy lift up your shirt you somehow hired somebody to tattoo it on his stomach yes yeah that's right. <laughs> that's right yeah uh didn't didn't somebody else also before you did that find them all and like and uh yeah so I, yeah so one guy a sports writer named mike jankowski I was walking by his desk the next day and he's after the thing ran and I had heard nothing about it. And he said, I know what you did, you know? And I was like, Oh my God, you know, you better not, you better not say anything. And he was just laughing about the whole thing. That's the guy you went up killing. uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's gone now. (laughs) Mike Mike Jankowski is gone. (laughs) Killed by fake drugs, bubble gum, (laughs) (laughs) mess. Yeah, you got crushed to death by a bunk bed. Yeah, crushed by a bunk bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what wasn't there a a a halter top thing as well that was like a similar? You were going to get fired for that too. Yeah, so wearing a halter top. No, there was there was a. Yeah, I'm not proud of this one, but I mean, it, there was a, uh, a, again, this is Artscape, again, another drawing that they asked me to do. They liked me to do these drawings because they were busy and there was a lot of activity mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm good at drawing busy drawings. So I, the, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. So the uh, editor, a, a lady named Joanne Armeo, who was tough, she came over and she said, I know you've slipped, you know, I know what you do. And uh, halter, the whole halter top thing is a big deal in at the but you're I'm only allowing you to draw one halt, one person wearing a halter top in your drawings in, in this drawing of the artscape. So because of like what it was like too racy or whatever to they just didn't want it to be, uh, you know, sexualized. A, yeah. I mean, Joanne was a progressive woman, okay. you know, at the time. And I was an idiot, you know, and so right. I'm an idiot cartoonist. So she was she was really very forward thinking. And she okay. said, I don't want the cartoon to be about the halter top thing that is a kind of well-known for artscape. So okay. Only one whole, you're only allowed to draw one person wearing a halter top. So I drew just one woman. You drew that publisher. Through... <laughs> 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 I drew, I drew one woman wearing a halter top. And then every artist in the, in the artscape was basically you know, doing a painting or a drawing or a sculpture of the girl wearing the halter top. <laughs> and yeah, uh, she not, she didn't let it run. Yeah, I had to redraw the whole thing. And they're all saying to like comment to each other, this is Joe, this is the editor, Joanne, whoever wearing this. Yeah, yeah no, that would have really submerged it. Yes, no, no, it's, I, That's I've good. always enjoyed that. You know that fun, that yeah. part of cartooning. I've always enjoyed sneaking the, stuff, and of course, you know the the very famous in in our city in Baltimore, the very famous um, city paper drawing of if you guys remember the yeah, carousel, uh, yeah, I and sure the couple that. having sex on the on the uh, carousel. You don't remember? Oh, that? that I don't. God, remember. you guys, you don't remember that? I don't Tell know me, what, what the hell that? you're talking about. So yeah. there was a very busy drawing for the city fair of baltimore and um a cartoonist did this a cartoonist did it for an ad agency okay. it was a very busy drawing and it had all the different things from the city fair and there was a carousel in the middle of it and okay. on the on the carousel was a couple having sex basically okay but it's it's a very loosely drawn drawing but but someone picked it up right away on a radio station and said everyone check your drawing your city ad and and sure enough there was this thing and you couldn't go am i right you could not go anywhere in baltimore in the next few days without, without seeing having sex. blow up xerox <laughs> of this cartoon and this carousel that became oh. and uh um a lot of people that read about this in you know, in the news, assumed it was me because I had done that kind of. Mm -hmm. I had never gone that quite that far before, but right. But you had sex in that carousel one time. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so that guy got fired, by the way, and uh, but I think he did well after that because okay. he was so famous for having done that that particular cartoon. I have a T-shirt with that blow up on it. I, I'm sure I, I, I think it. I've. Yeah, yeah, I think I now that you're. I was thinking of the, that. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of the one you did with all the different he, Baltimore characters. He claimed. No, he claimed it was a lion. When they asked him about it, when his bosses said, "What is this? Looks like a couple having sex," he said, "No, this is a lion." And so there was a lot of lion jokes okay. going around town that week. This is a lion having sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Detroit lions. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you ever get it right with your publisher? Like, did you? Uh, I no, no, no. He was very upset with the fact that I pulled out all those cartoons at the. Uh, you know, at the party, the going away party for the papers. So no, he he 
he would never hire me. I'm sure right. he would never have hired me. After. Did he? Did he at least like laugh or smile or I, anything? I think he at he came to my bachelor party. Okay. Uh, Uninvited. <laughs> yeah, I did not invite him anyway. Uh, I would not ever have invited him. But he came yeah. to this large bachelor party that was held for me, and there was a please don't an, publish this. An ex- <laughs> and it was an exotic dancer that came to the uh, to this thing that basically took his glasses off okay and put them somewhere that you know and he retrieved the glasses she wrote buck and on his glasses. there were several photos <laughs> taken at that event that he then had a memo the next day like all photos taken at this event must be handed in published yeah, yeah. <laughs> published. yes published with buck bonnet into the <laughs> right yeah no no it's uh <laughs> yeah no nah, i don't we are not we have not kept in touch i did not get a christmas card we just text him buck bonnet once a year. <laughs> uh yeah i mean he came to your bachelor party so i think, I think he only came to the bachelor party because you know, the guy that organized the the bachelor party, Mike Bellani, just invited everyone to the bachelor party. Like, so I, what? You don't come to somebody else's bachelor party unless you think they're the coolest guy ever. And right. I wish that they were, you know, he just wishes he had the balls to do any of that stuff. Right. So. I, He's probably like a... a I look. did not get that impression, but I mean, if you say so, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll, I can sleep better at night knowing yeah, that. Yeah. He's probably a... You know, Rasig pissed me off a lot back in the day, but that guy's <laughs> world class. Yeah. That's probably his take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the way I'm. I'm I, yeah. That's the way I'm going to buy into it. Yeah. Or at least I'll make him think that by going to his bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, make a, a I'll famous, make his son think that years later. A very famous <laughs> memo that went out to everyone, uh, mostly the photographers that were at that. At About the, the bachelor. At the, at the, at the bachelor event. party. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Pete and I stumbled upon that videotape, by the way. Oh, and, did you really? And yeah. watched that uh, that video. But uh, really? Yeah. Yo. Yeah. did. But yeah, well published. Betamax. Oh, right, it was a recording. Betamax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, you stumbled upon that. We did. Yeah, weird to stumble upon. Just, uh, <laughs> your own dad, you know, having this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing untoward happened. You know, no. I would never. I would never stray even at a bachelor party that way yeah. we weren't able to watch it because who has a Betamax player? You know, right. we just stumbled upon it. That's all. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel like we should wrap up with. Uh, dog oculuses like <laughs> you know put a oculus on a human's he doesn't head doesn't even know what a real oculus i don't I know to explain an this. it's an so oculus like oculus a is like a headpiece that kind of alters reality so like you see the tv in there i don't even know what an oculus is right <laughs> <laughs> so basically <laughs> what basically something you put on basically something you put on your head and like you watch tv vr Virtual reality, stick it on your yeah. head. Oh, okay. So stick something on a dog's head, makes them think they're out running around through the fields. Oh, you, you're saying, does that, is that a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm glad you explained what an Oculus was, because really, I, I really felt totally out of this conversation. Yeah. But, uh, uh, oh, sounds amazing. Although, you know, do they need that? I mean, I think it would be great for humans, but dog, do dogs really need that? So you're, you're saying a dog... Yeah. With, with, in a city, say, would would have... Sorry, we got to go to work. You know, you're, you're fed and... Well, no, maybe the Oculus does oh. that too. <laughs> um, yeah, like, we'll oh. make you think you're out in the field for a couple hours while we're out at the store. I, you know, I it never fails. It, it just always impresses me, the incredible, you know, things and uh, 
technology you guys think of on this podcast. This is this is one of the best I've heard. Do you Thank agree you. or no? Yeah. Uh, that this is a good idea. Yeah, I feel like this must be the thirtieth or fortieth time we've talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> never with a sixty-nine-year-old guy on your show, right? You know? That's yeah. true. Yeah. All different perspective here, right? Uh, so yeah, so then, uh, then let me, let me take a different, uh, approach to it altogether. No, bad idea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they think they're out there, they have to go to the bathroom and then, oh, then yeah, an Oculus on their rear end. That's true too. You can <laughs> pretty much solve any aspect to it with just another Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think uh, the, the, what's weird is we're probably, you know, of course, it just wearing oculuses ourselves right now right so then we're not even like we're just laying in a vat somewhere with an oculus on right now as we speak so the idea that we're going to then put an oculus on a fake dog that doesn't even exist oh true it's just beyond the pale but yeah i'm sorry can you explain that we're in a i can't no oh I, you're saying <laughs> that we're in a somewhere laying down with no, we're in the matrix you know like it's just it's a simulation of course okay oh this is all a simulation this is all a simulation okay the well, podcast the podcast is a simulation <laughs> the best simulation i've ever been honored to be on well, uh, what, like when you really hear it through your phone that's not really us that's simulating <laughs> that is a simulation right, of, of this conversation okay yeah. well uh, of us lying as we are currently while this is being recorded, lying in that bag. <laughs> As dogs ourselves. <laughs> As yeah. dogs with Oculus is thinking yes. with people. By the way, so is, is it only dogs that this Oculus uh, works on? I'm assuming in this world, is the it humans... Oculus? I'm sorry, is it an Oculus or Oculus? Oh, Oculus. That might be the competing brand, like Oculus. <laughs> 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 I, I, I missed the real term though is it oculus or yeah inoculus or okay all right yeah okay. but this new yeah binoculars inoculus okay got it so um so other animals you're saying you've not discussed that or uh, uh, you know how other animals would i'm do thinking them? in this world that we're talking about we already have we humans already have them and dogs like hey what about dogs that's only the next in the natural food chain or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> or a fish that's in a fishbowl, like Cleo from from Pinocchio. Oh, you know? put an Oculus around Out the whole... in the ocean again. Back oh, okay. in the ocean for Cleo instead of the little tiny fishbowl. It okay. would work for Cleo, I think, too. I think... Back you... in the ocean where they're terrified with predators all oh, over good the pre- place. Oh, good, great point. Right, yeah. 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 But um, they wouldn't be because they wouldn't, you know, it okay, would only be the... imaginary. Right. But in the Oculus, let's let's at least make it realistic, though. <laughs> and so they do get eaten yeah, yeah. just have it be a clear just, a shark chomps on yeah. it and you know it's a snack and that's it for Cleo you know? dies right. of a heart attack yeah. it's a terrible thing to life. think about and they, you know that's that's what you guys do here right. so um, did you did you uh, hear Mikey that your uh, your other son I want to say Stubbs uh, yes. that that he got into somebody else's car at a fast food restaurant as well, following in the, I, your footsteps? I was so... my It warmed the cockles of my heart to know that, again, someone has followed in my footsteps. Not only that, but someone else can be made fun of in the family for doing what I've done two different two times. Two different times. At least two my, different at times. At least yeah. two different times in my, in my okay, life. Okay, yeah. yeah. I wonder yeah. if that's some type of, yeah, is that, as Pete would say, is that art imitating life, imitating art, mm. you know, something like uh, that? Right. I think that's one of the uh, 
complexes that starts with dis. I just don't know what the rest of the discari disestablishmentarianism. Maybe disestablishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like I'm... where you are dis. You don't recognize cars. Like you're dyslexic for cars. A dissociative oh. disorder. There we go. Yes. Okay. It's a dissociative or yeah. And so has that been discussed? Like visual, my, it's, my, an ag- it's an agnosia. My like a visual flawed, agnosia. You know, getting into the wrong car. Has that been discussed on the podcast before at all or no? I don't think so. No. Okay. Just uh out of respect for the cars. The cars, yeah. <laughs> Ban the cars. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yes, I you know. I gave Steve a, a, a hug for, for sharing that with me. That, Not everyone was, would share that. Yeah. No, that's a pretty cool thing that he did. It, uh, it's a bonding thing for father and son there. On, on yes. The right. So do you spend, like, as a you do something like that yourself, your son grows up, you're like, man, these guys are pushing 40. They haven't gotten into one wrong car. Do you stage something like that and that, just to have this great <laughs> moment? Oh, man. Wow. That, that would I, be the buck fauna to uh, beat it all It really buck would. I, yeah. I really should have thought of that. And that's, that's brilliant thinking on that, you know, basically. You but, drugged Stubbs and that, you know, <laughs> he does it, him tossed in him into somebody else's car. And, <laughs> I uh, drug you and you throw your keys <laughs> yeah. into the ocean. You know, <laughs> right. right? Gave and tough I, fake drugs. It's just a good, it's an all around good feeling for me. <laughs> and everything's yeah. all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. What, what, else, what else is there to pass down? You got car, wrong car. What else do you want to pass down to these guys? Uh, oh, um, uh, wow. Um, you drug me and then like take me up to the top of a parking garage with a guy named Crazy Carl and dump, dump a do- bowling <laughs> jump ball. A bo- dump a bowling <laughs> ball on it with a security <laughs> car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot of those stories. You're the new so Crazy Carl now. Any of those. I don't want my guys to get in trouble, but there's, there's, a, there's a lot of those stories in the... Uh, you know what about my history steering the thing over niagara falls you're the coxie oh yes that's a i so all right i can wrong way sig i was wrong way sig i i nearly steered a uh crew boat of eight over the break wall of uh the, the black rock canal which would have taken us into the niagara river which would have taken us over niagara falls so wow. it was you know we were you know to to, to make the long story short, I, the command for stop in a crew boat is let it run. And that means let your oars run. And <laughs> I was not a good coxie. I admit I was, I was a bad coxie, but I was light, so I, I fit the bill. And so I had this crew. And as we were in a race, we were racing out. The crew cannot see where they're going. Their, their backs are to the direction that I'm, only I can see where we're going. And I could see that we were heading for the, the Black Rock break wall and that we were, and these crew boats are very thin. It would have smashed to pieces. So I panic and start yelling, stop the boat, stop the boat. Sorry, kid. And so, <laughs> and so uh, they didn't stop the boat because that stop the boat means something else. You know, let oh, it run is the stop. It. So we kept rowing until I finally remembered, you know, I have to yell out, yep, let it run. I yelled out, yep, let it run. And there we were like 20 feet from the break wall, floating towards the break wall. And then wow. the, the coaches came and, you know, like you grilled just, me for, right. for being, a, you know, a horrible coxie again. Like the thing's off. Like, don't worry about the rules. We have to stop. Like, you know, did you hit him with that? No, I couldn't. It's not, it's just not the way we were 
prepped. You know, it's okay. not the way. So go over Niagara Falls before you say <laughs> abort anything we've learned to this point. We are screwed. Please stop the boat or whatever. It's exactly the way no, I felt. That means keep going. It's yeah. Exactly the, the way idea I felt. That stop the boat means something else, though. I mean, it can't, it can't possibly it, mean it just something else. It doesn't. Right? <laughs> when you're rowing, when you're rowing like that, it's just not. You know, that's it's not, not one of the commands. It's not one of the commands. It's but not, it doesn't mean something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not Whatever. one of the commands that means go <laughs> yeah. to the left or something. <laughs> like. yeah, yeah, I don't know why they didn't stop, but they that's what I did, you know, and it was it was a poor command and they just kept rowing. So, did you yeah. try out for rower? And then they were like, no, but you can be. No, but later on, uh, when we moved to Baltimore, Terry and I took a uh, rowing we did a summer where we each rode in uh, for. Uh, I was also terrible at that. Too. And Miss Terry accidentally <laughs> she was she steered was us good. over the Niagara. Falls. <laughs> yeah. no, she was good. She was a good <laughs> rower. I wasn't a very good rower, but I enjoyed it. It was fun doing nice. it from that perspective. Yeah, but I had the best. I had the best decorated megaphones. You know, they don't mm. really use megaphones anymore. They use electronics, but. But back then, it was just the big megaphone. Oh right, it's a cone you know, tied to your head, and yeah. I would always decorate mine with cool. You know, a lot of crazy stuff so did people get that were they like this guy's cool he's, he's like an artist oh like, yeah yeah i mean yeah i was you know i i was uh uh they didn't love they didn't love the way i steered but they liked me <laughs> as part of the team you made up for it with the and, decoration and i earned my stripes on the crew team as a streaker because the, the crew team is the is really the people that streaked the campus wow. that day they they called for a streak hardly anyone showed up but the entire crew team showed up and I said, I'm not doing that. And they said, if you're on the crew team, you got to do it. So that's why yeah, plug I, the cartoon. It, that's why I did it. And, yeah. you know, and it helped promote the cartoons later on. So here, here. There you go. We've come full circle. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. As an anti-streaking podcast, I think we're going to let this one go, right, Top? This one is in? You can streak so, if a cartoon yeah. is a I think I've just, yeah, uh, I've turned a corner on streaking after this podcast. I, now yeah. I'm fine with the whole thing. So, it's, oh, so that that's another thing you could do in my in my footsteps then. Oh, yes. Get oh. You know, get like, drugged and... Uh, <laughs> show up naked streak. in the middle of the field, I have to run off the field. So I guess that counts as streaking. <laughs> Drop them off in the middle of a college. <laughs> By the way, I, I, as an a, a addendum, that was the coldest streak in the United States when we did it. Ah. It was in Buffalo, New York. Uh, just in case anybody sees the pictures is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was the coldest for one night. And the next night, uh, there was a streak in Alaska at a campus. And that that we only held the record for one day, basically. Ah. Okay. So. Do they even bother to come out with the Guinness Book if it's like, oh, they're probably going to break it tomorrow. Let's just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> in this case, they would have been, you know, they, I'm yeah. sure they wouldn't have bothered. Buffalo, they were like, you know, there's yeah. got to be a college that's going to break that record. But I feel like you tried to get in the Guinness Book of World Records with some project you did at some point. Uh, yeah, let me think. I that's I'd have to think on that. Yeah, maybe the uh, uh, maybe that dummy you made of the inventor of the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> you wrote <to> that football <laughs> <game>. <laughs> hey, dummy of yeah. Mr. Guinness himself. <laughs> yeah. You know that yeah. just to get me in right. in the in the in the Guinness Book of World Records. Is the Ursay dummy number one? Is that your Mr. Holland's opus? That's my, that is my 15 minutes of fame because it was in so many newspapers and, and whatnot. And we had so much fun with it and, yeah. you know, it was in parades in Baltimore and it was in, uh, uh, you know, it was hung in effigy in a bar that people yeah. threw things at it and it was auctioned off for charity for 
you know, $1,500. So, you know, it was, it was very cool, you know, yeah. and the, you know, what was funny about it is I was, after I did it, I worked for the News American, but the, the real photo of it is on the front page of the Baltimore Sun. So, so the competitor basically ran the photo oh, cool. of, of the guy that worked for the News American that had the, you know, had the dummy, but yeah, there's no more dummy anymore. He's, yeah, he's, he's finally gone. gone, you know, but but the uh, every once in a while the 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 photos surface on that one. So, so cool. Yeah. It's what, fun. what about uh, a, a dummy like that? A, a you know fan favorite dummy as a great way to hide a body, a medium sized body. Mm. You know, oh. if you inside <laughs> the dummy. Yeah, inside the <laughs> dummy, and then everybody's like, oh, it's so funny. It's like this dummy or whatever, and then nobody's. That's the last place you look for a real dead body. So yeah. inside right. body inside you go through all the trouble of making an elaborate, an elaborate paper mache lifelike dummy of a di- totally different guy of a different person right. and hide the dead body in mm-hmm. there yeah i think it would work for a few days anyway in this case it probably wouldn't because they like destroyed it at that bar right? Uh, yeah right yeah uh, the dead there body was, comes out <laughs> there were, oh my god there were, there were all kinds of people that wanted to give me money to just take a whack at it or dump it over the top of the stadium so yeah it wouldn't right. it wouldn't and, have worked but you also have the smell that. you know after a while it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked you but know? everybody thinks oh that's lifelike earth say smell you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like right. mike is just such a true artist that he made this thing stink you know he bought yeah, this dead yeah, body yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you could commit the murder with supplies <laughs> they use to already clean up the murder sites. You've got you've you've been the first two, <laughs> you've been the first two people that have ever taken this dummy discussion. I've been on many radio shows about this. You're the first two to take it in this direction. You know, <laughs> yeah, man, hide that body. Only the um, podcast would go in this direction, yes. which is what I love about the podcast. Yes, but indeed. was he? Because he was a little bit smaller than the real Ursay. I think he was. Some would say he was a little larger than the dum- dummy. Yeah, I never... And others would say smaller. And some would say smaller. <laughs> and if you had a, do- a dead body in it, it might have made it a little seem a little larger. I don't know. But right. no, I, well, I, I... I was just wondering, could it... Could it? Does, do we have to have a, a small person dead body, or is this right. going to be a regular sized? I think it would dead have fella. to be. Who should we kill? Is what we're asking. Yeah, Mickey Rooney <laughs> would be fit <laughs> very nicely. Yeah, yeah. He, he's nice and small. You Mickey know, Rourke. But... <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Yeah, exactly. That's who you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh man. Nah, it's a fun. It's always always a fun memory for me. You know, having done Killing that, that guy bring that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuffing him yeah, up inside true. of the fish. That's true. Yeah, yeah. True. right. Yeah. Uh, as a side note to Please. that, the the Ursa dummy, I made a a miniature version of the dummy that we called Beanie Bob. He was again looked just like Ursa, but he was this but big, and I stuck him a broomstick up his butt mm-hmm. to hold him up to the crowd when the Colts returned to to Baltimore. And the funny aspect of that is, you know, Terry and I were in our seats watching the game, holding this up, no problems whatsoever. And then we moved over to see Nestor, our, our buddy Nestor, who was in two sections over, brought this dummy and immediately security came and said, that is a weapon. And, and we said, no, it's not. We've been holding it up half the game. They said, that is a weapon. We will have to remove it. So... i kid you not the security guard then takes and nestor's trying to say no way they have to stay you know i'm leaving when you're not giving that up or say he's saying and i'm saying 
I want to see the rest of the game. So we, we, we continue, you know, arguing about this. And finally, I say, look, just take it. We want to watch the rest of the game. So they take the dummy off the broomstick, okay. uh, which is chiseled to a point to stick up his butt. They take the dummy away and leave me with the broomstick. <laughs> and that... Oh, my God. <laughs> what? No, I'm not kidding. And we're, like, looking at each other, like, what kind of security is this at the stadium? We oh They left God. us with the spear... Yeah, <laughs> and took away a harmless paper mache. Took mannequin. away the uh, the Mini dead body, <laughs> the dead body covered in the dummy. Yeah, tiny dead body. <laughs> quite amazing. Uh, quite amazing. That yeah. is that is so strange. It's so stupid, you know. But what? was it just uh, Bob Ursay himself, just dressed in a security guard outfit? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. That might have been it. Or the other I dummy, maybe. I didn't notice that much. But yeah, <laughs> should have paid more attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was he already dead at that time no no he was not dead at okay. that time you know? I meant the <laughs> dummy killed when we brought the dummy to veteran stadium in philadelphia where we showed it off we walked it right by his box he was he was in the box i, I i'm guessing he saw it i don't know but anyway yeah, no, he's he died years later. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think you're next. Your Mr. Holland's Opus Two should be just do it. Like we pick a guy <laughs> who you're friends with on Facebook. Neither here nor there. We just make a dummy of him. <laughs> Find out when he hangs out in the backyard of his family. <laughs> just walk by with him. <laughs> Guys who hangs out at Cat's Eye Pub. <laughs> what the hell is this? That would be good. That's that's of course similar to the tattoo of a you know nondescript guy from high school kind of thing. It's a, <laughs> I like how Pete says my Mr. Holland's oh, open too. Yeah, taken for great. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, paper just a full on life size dummy of oh. a guy you barely know that you <laughs> Seen at the cat's eye pub. I know. I and I have like there's like a bunch of people. Like when it's my birthday on Facebook, I get all these birthday messages. You guys probably do too, but I get all these birthday messages from a bunch of people that I have no idea who they are. You know, they just maybe yeah. have gotten on to play trivia or mm -hmm. or, or know someone that plays the yeah. trivia. And so it's like all and they're the most enthusiastic birthday wishers. They're all <laughs> right, the people right. that I don't know, you know. So yeah. yeah. One of those guys, maybe. I never yes. told you what an incredible person you are. It's like, man, <laughs> I really wish this was from someone I know Thank who you. they are and respect. Thank you. Right. Let me look up your name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. I'll be working on your dummy and showing up in your backyard once I find out who you are and where you live. I think should, you should, what you do is you make the dummy. I can picture a couple of the guys at the Cat's Eye Pub that you should oh, yeah, consider on the short list of people to make the dummy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you make the dummy and then bring it to the Cat's Eye Pub early one night and ah. sit him down at the bar and then people are all going to nope. love that people love people are just going to love palling around cozying up to you and you get this dummy and then some of them probably recognize the guy and they're like oh this is joe from the bar or whatever and they start palling around with you and then joe comes in yeah <laughs> that is not going to get in any newspaper but it would be a lot of fun i think it would be in every newspaper <laughs> yeah you know? yeah Every newspaper. Uh, All right. I'd want to read. Yeah. There are no newspapers left. So, oh, you know, there's nothing. There's nowhere. To... This starts it back up. Man oh. brings dummy to bar. 
if if that we need would, a newspaper, if we, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give this guy away, <laughs> if, if if that would be what it took to get newspapers started again, guys, I would do that just to have them back to being you know here, here. legitimate again, you know. But to newspapers, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. The, the Charlie Very Hebdo nice. tribute. <laughs> right, right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Mikey. This oh, was awesome. thanks. Uh, let me put, let me play, yeah, play my us fly flute, please, one more time. Yep. yep. I tell a joke first, and then I'll uh, you know I'll just okay, fly flute. You know, that's, um, that's it's kind of like wah wah, but it's life. Right, the wah wah yeah, of life. True. Okay. Yes. Oh, I start telling the joke, and then you hit it. I keep yeah. thinking I'm going to come. Yes. The, no. Uh, um, okay. So. I really brought this I think to entertain you, the children, but you know they didn't. They cried. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if you just leave a few bites of food as the tip? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Nice. That was better than the other. That was better other than the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. It's what we're famous 